0: Welcome back, citizens, to part two of our E4 Hots and Nots, and once again I'm joined by the classic gang, the OG Shatter songs, uh Matty and Sol. Hello. And this time we're gonna be talking about Saturday. But just before we do, um first of all, anything that has been burning into your brains since last night. And also we need to talk <laughs> about the hole. <laughs> we need to talk about the
1: hole. Yeah, I mean, look, um, hi, we're back. We actually have not pulled a, uh, a longest path and I taken some. months to get back to this. You're welcome. Um, but no, I I think it was just me, really. I remembered one point from the end of Friday, which I'll probably segue into some more military stuff later. Um, so I... I can skip that if you want to go straight into the hole which i think everyone's burning to know about now that you've mentioned it
0: okay then sol take us down the hole because i didn't actually go
1: nor did I. neither of
0: you went down the hole
1: we didn't i went down the
2: hole i would just like to point out you made fun of me yesterday for saying that i talk to you daily and here we are so (laughs) um... it has been two days in a row it's true damn it uh uh, no so i think this is probably the chonkiest player pack i've ever received um going down the hole if uh, none of you knew the opportunity was to basically send your military unit down lorenzo's pockets and delve it's deep uh i had it mercilessly wrathed. um i had a a higher rank uh mu going down the hole and my god did i get some goodies
1: yeah, your player packs, they were all amazingly oh, full. I was so drop. jealous everyone picking them up.
2: I still got pretty much all my resource. I, I didn't spend any of this event. I'm home to spend it in, in further events or, you know, trade it in further events. Um, but yeah, it was essentially what um, ended up being 18 units of resource, five mana and uh, and some money. Fucking pretty darn hell. good. Pretty darn good. God damn.
1: Yeah, it's insane. it's insane
2: And I think the goods should be good from um, Tarunial. Oh, yes Yeah so Hopefully you can join is... the uh, Pricey upcoming. player pack bandwagon next time
1: Yeah, well I finally got an MU For the first time since starting I've never had a military unit Which is kind of incredible Because wow. I've had only pretty much exclusively military based characters Call yourself a general <laughs> <laughs> hey now hey now there's You're no requirements star. no crowns <laughs> no it's clearly the lizzie mcguire star never mind it's not really the crowd but yeah um i'm excited i'm really excited there's a lot of opportunities out there at the moment for military units stuff um and especially stuff that gets you rewards that is almost, choice, right? almost too many some might say seeing as we saw 50k opportunities for the first time this season and we saw two of them in the same season. So mm. we'll see how they interact. I know there was a lot of work going on for each different, you know, people heading up the different options to try and get people on board with their thing. Yeah, As fun. well as people needing MUs to go support armies still.
0: Gosh, yes. Supporting our military. Imagine that. Cringe. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, military units. I had them for all my characters up until Ban. Where Ban had a Tempest Jade mine because I mean, I just like the green rocks, what can I say? But, um, <laughs> and like Lindia had, or well, still does have a, a dragonbone forest resource. But mm-hmm. I just, they used to suck because you just get fucking herbs. You get a herb what? garden a know, in Navarre pretty much yeah. 99%. I mean, some people got ingots sometimes, but I legitimately for three and a half years got the exact same fucking thing from what is a theoretically randomized process. And the final yeah. year, I went there and I went to God. I was like, seriously, is this randomized? And each time I went, yep, it's just coincidence. Yep, it's just coincidence. Mm. I mean, and...
1: coincidence, but with, like, a significant percentage weighted one way or the other, I'm yeah. guessing.
0: I mean, statistically, it's, they're all equally as likely each time. It's you know, it's like a coin flip. You know, the the, the previous results do not influence the future results. It just gets more and more enraging as you go down <laughs> that path. But, yeah, um, yeah the the opportunities of suddenly turning military units into something useful and well
1: they've also available. added the new options now haven't they so we've got these adventures which are i don't know if you guys have seen about this but they've basically upgraded the options if you don't join any of the other options you can put yourself onto an adventure option which is just consistently open and does give randomized resources like i believe the Delve the depths, and I believe the Sarengrave one is still currently an option it or will be is, coming up yes. as an option. So, if you haven't, like, if there isn't anything that you're strongly married to, which I mean, I can't see that really happening soon because there's so many options that are like in character really so important.
3: Good. Yeah. yeah, and
1: really good as well. Yeah. So, but if, if there did come a time where things quietened down, at least they've got that as the fallback instead of just like you said, a couple of. Odd little bits, kind of thing.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's interesting because there was always the option of supporting an army, uh, di- like directly or or fortification, or mm-hmm. a which wasn't network. great
1: when you didn't have the Gordon, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. It was it was it was pure RP, and then you had paid work, which was you don't do anything but you just get a random resource. So you could choose random what? resource or girden, and that was pretty much it for MUs.
1: You say RP, but it was RP and also measures of success for the campaign that you were
0: supporting. Yeah.
1: <laughs> fuck, Should add.
0: Fuck it, yeah, fuck them. I want money. But yeah, getting <laughs> rewards
1: is important because also, money, yeah,
0: you know, Money's players important. want stuff,
1: and it it does does generate like more stuff going around the field. That's for sure. We've it already does, seen like more yeah. wanes of things going around since the randomized drop of wanes was oh, really cool.
0: It's like what one in twenty chance of getting some ilium. <laughs> Not bad. mm Hmm. This next one, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: I think I think the number of players has basically opened that up though, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Pretty stu- I mean the buffs we've got available in inside the game mechanics, you know, via rituals, for example. We we could get some pretty stupid military power out there. And like fifty thousand yeah. is ten Imperial armies. That's mm-hmm. that's pretty yeah. fucking hench. That's like probably half that's of the imperial military might. Mm-hmm. You think, what, roughly a couple armies per nation? 10 nations? There's so no there's a, I
1: believe there's 26 or 27 armies currently. Oh,
0: really? Wow, okay.
1: Yep. I All believe right. so. And okay. there's another one coming next season.
0: Oh, what's the new one?
1: Yeah. Uh, Burning Falcons in Brass Coast is must oh, wow. a season early. They've uh, done some heckin' magic to get it the whole season early. That's pretty cool. So they're going to have cool three. Yeah. Well. yeah. Yeah. It's, it's one of those ones that. Um, uh, it existed historically in the law mm-hmm. and then was broken for some reason. So they're essentially resurrecting it, um, nice. but it will be newly elected. It hasn't been in play at all, I don't believe. Um, much like I think we also have one of those. And everyone's going to kick me because I cannot remember the name of it.
2: <laughs> oh, no,
1: I can. Dance of, It's called Dance of Blood, oh. which I believe was the Navarre Cruel Army, I want to no. say.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hello, Varushka. Nice to meet you.
1: <laughs> Did you also know there are, like, legit debuffs on Varushka's armies going into places with certain other Imperial yeah, armies? Yeah, I think it's Dawn and cool Highgard,
0: isn't it? Or something like that? Or Dawn and I think it's,
1: it's... I actually think it's Brass Coast and Wintermark.
0: Oh, whoops. Well, fuck. Mm-hmm. I just don't like Dawn, apparently. <laughs> but Dawn. Know, Dawn is itself a yeah. debuff.
1: <laughs> oh, poor Dawn. Like They're going to gonna be see what happens with them and the... Uh the barons this season there's a lot actually, going yeah. on around the wider empire <laughs>
0: oh, <yeah. laughs> but did we actually discuss what the hole was as an opportunity yes yeah, i think so it was i think just, i uh,
2: said was... <laughs> yeah. <I> <laughs> it it's there's a basically a huge sinkhole just um kind of in between like miaren Morn. i want to say world I mean, upworld it upworld it is upworld sorry yeah
1: Hanmark uh, and Temeshwa, and i'm only listing those names because i literally actually have the map on my screen oh, <laughs> by right now.
2: Uh, I, I but yeah it was just a just a case of uh we were basically going down there as imperial citizens with our mus to clear it out clear the trigoni mm-hmm. out and uh yeah it was clearing find it some history.
1: before something was going to happen to it right there was no i to didn't it before we put the
0: big door on it yeah, because it was full of trogs yeah. that were going to come out unless we did something, yeah. so we went and now, genocide. Does anyone
1: them. know what they are? I've heard the word Trigoni, and I don't know what they are in the context of Empire. Do
0: you know what they're a former like... are in Skyrim? No. Okay, they're basically like underground mutants, trogs. Like I'm imagining them running around in all fours kind of thing pretty ugly. Are they, like,
1: goblin-y? Or are they, like... Yeah, uh, I,
0: that's the vibe. I don't think I they were, Dog-like? I, like or... I think they're more
2: bug-like, personally.
1: Ah. Ooh, so, none of us know for sure. None of us know, <laughs> essentially. Uh, <laughs> to be wicked. I thought
2: they were <laughs> almost worm, worm-like. Hmm. But I could be completely wrong.
1: They could be any of the above things. They're not very nice, and they're annoying, and we put a whole... Uh, no, we, we put a door on them. We
0: killed them. <laughs> <laughs> did, yeah. We killed them, then put the door on. It was almost humane.
1: You put, like, y- you managed to get the highest rate of success, right? For that yep. opportunity? Yeah. Incredible. So. Absolutely incredible. And a shout out at this point to um, our good friend, um, Andy, who plays Corwin Fawn Hollow, who I believe at least the Navarre, but also key players in other nations will know quite well at this point, who has just jumped on board to wrangle all the military units um and make sure that after our uncertain status at the end of E1. Was it E one? Would it have been E two? When was Hottest Meyer? Was that the end of E two?
0: I think that was E two, yeah. Yeah. E- so
1: we Gosh, for various reasons, like so the ago, military God. units it does, doesn't it? Yeah. For for various reasons at the end of E two, we were not convinced, we weren't we're not confident with what had been raised no one had not no one person had organized the military units and it was not a very nice position to be in to not you know know what's happening um and corwin jumped on that and in two events i think has achieved incredible amounts of success brokered like i've never seen anyone broker like how he manages to get access to all of the stuff he manages to get access to i do not know um
2: testimonies are in order Honestly, yeah
1: 100 percent. like genuinely even if he wasn't a friend i'm genuinely impressed like i just didn't see him all the time and that was sometimes when you don't see people for a whole event you're like oh god like maybe a ball has been dropped so you don't know you kind of want to check in but no worries at all no worries at all and made some very good networks um good contacts in the mm-hmm. field just by literally walking and walking and walking and talking to people and doing deals and having discussions. So I'm super excited to see how that goes. It's really nice to know that there is someone doing it because there's an awful lot of military units around the empire, especially in Navarre. So bless him for organizing them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And now we have, um, yeah, you mentioned Tiruniel. It's, I believe it's called, is it Explore the Heart of Tiruniel? Adventure the option, too. the opportunity.
0: I think it's something like that. It says adventure because we're all drinking onion soup to make us immune to the evil. Right,
1: or right. You it know, is based classic. in Brakelian, so if it anyone's it heard of Brakelian, it's that opportunity.
2: Um, I think it's
1: explore. I thought it was the adventure. But yeah, it's it's
2: the dawn opportunity. Oh,
0: right.
1: Yeah, yeah. There is one that's dawn specific,
0: which <laughs> is different let's have uh, a quick look see at <laughs> my double check which one you've submitted
1: <laughs> um but yeah it's the one that was called and is uh i think explore the heart of turuniel or something um but that's the sort of thing i think there are posts that have gone up to confirm like if you heard this mentioned it actually means this if you heard this one mentioned it means this there's also, I believe you can still go back and reread the Winds of Fortune and double-check which ones are which.
2: Make sure the name's correct, yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh,
0: it is but Explore that's all the like... Heart of Terranial. that's it.
1: Explore the Heart of Nail, there we go. Terra nice. Terranail, however you want but to say it. But that's all
0: <laughs> kind of post-event
2: stuff. So... True. Should we get on to Saturday? Indeed, yeah, well, yes. Saturday
1: starts with a battle.
0: <laughs> it does. Okay, it does. <laughs> hmm. Um... Who, who wants to? Do you want to kick off with a bit of the the big picture, like what the fuck we were do, meant to be doing, Matty? Because you knew. Yeah, sure. I, I knew did it know as well. Did you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I was there. I, I was, was involved there
2: in, <laughs> in the <Literary> council. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Well, I'll I'll all I'll say quickly before I let you take some of it. Then, in that case, Sol was that it was really really nice in the field marshal meeting the night before to um, be so heavily involved with some of the planning. There was a point where a couple of us um, sort of didn't quite break off, but we were all having slightly separate conversations. And there was people like Lofin, uh Poppy who plays Loffin, Blood Cloak, um, and some of the others. Um, And it was just really nice. We were all just talking and you just felt, just feels competent. You feel when someone starts to put that kind of amount of trust and faith into you of like, do you think we can do this? Do you have the numbers to do that? Can we, what about if this? Oh, and you make a suggestion they go, oh, that's, yeah. What about then this thing? It just feels good. It feels really nice. But uh yeah, so what was the point of that battle?
2: Well, I did know, and then I took bite. <laughs> <'Cause all laughs> I took, took bite. Not oh, all of us. Man. A lot of us took bite. Friday
1: night, yes.
3: Yeah. <laughs> we were fucking Which no one's Friday night <laughs> and,
2: and straight before the battle. So we were oh, all riled didn't. up. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's no, why it was such chaos for Black Scar on the field. It was not the battle to do bite on. So uh, if any citizens oh, totally. out there were thinking about it, uh, choose your battles wisely. I don't
0: know. I feel um, like we did pretty well. We broke through lines. I mean, we Actually,
1: I will say it might have been the battle to do by on because we needed you to just keep pushing and pushing. Well, and there's, the, <laughs> well
2: there's, there's that side, but then there's also the fact that I nearly died. You know, it's... Yeah. You know, put it, put oh, yeah. So for,
1: for legal reasons, citizens, no one, of course, knows. knows Unless that you actually mind. knew at the time that... <laughs> Black We did not quiet about it. No, we no, you were actively screaming. You were screaming.
0: not subtle. <laughs> we screamed at uh, Wintermark, <laughs> Mark, wasn't it? We had a shouting <laughs> match with them. We had a shouting Very match with Wintermark, it was good.
1: You guys are going to get prosecuted
0: for it at some point. So. Well, I, Linda Thornhart, Innocent Thorn, did not do it. Bite. I just took
3: it. I, did, did, I. The, um,
0: I did the orange potion but the Freeborn gave me. Uh, that was... Yeah. Deeds, Summit, which, I still don't know what it's called, but it saved my yeah. life that's some cool shit very good yeah
1: that's very good what, what wait what potion's that
0: so i don't know the name of it but it's orange it smokes when you drink it and it gives you plus one endurance and fortitude wow and, you know, which is pretty good um it also costs yeah. about two thrones to make and it's worth about three Whoa. so
1: how I did was, you get it then
0: i was just given it from a Navarcha skirmish at e3 as a reward oh. and i kept it because yeah. everyone else was doing drugs lindia was like right i'm being peer pressured I'm not gonna take bikes, that's illegal. But <laughs> I was like, well, let's take this. And it gives you an overwhelming sense of, of confidence uh, in your impending victory. So they were all screaming with like barbaric death rage. And I was screaming like, yeah, yeah we're gonna fuck him up. And <laughs> joined in and it felt fucking great. <laughs> Nothing so like yeah, it,
2: it, the entire battle essentially became a haze. So, uh, uh, so maybe you're not actually the best person to talk about it. All
3: right,
1: I'll, wreck, I'll so. cliff notes. You, you tried, you tried. It's the bite. Blame the blame the drugs. Yeah. You should really stop doing drugs. So honestly, it's not a good uh, look.
2: Only <laughs> me out for me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, cliff notes were we. this battle was picked over the Karaman option um, on Sunday we didn't have a choice of options but on Saturday we did um, the main uh, reason we went on this battle was to save some injured Thule uh, Thule warlocks specifically, um, they're quite important to the Thule um, to, we also wanted to try and stop the Jotun from doing a ritual to get some heralds and we also had secondary objectives of there were three important NPCs on the field that if we could have killed them would have been great. Uh, one of whom actually had a relic uh, or some kind of magic item that we wanted to capture as well. So those were kind of the main things. Our main, really from a military point, like the main reason we took it was to build the relationship with the Thule. Um you can have your opinions on the soul if you like but they are an incredibly valuable military tool at the moment and we really don't want to be fighting them <laughs> uh so that is the main reason that we really want to endear ourselves that, to them um also for reasons of you know Liberty stuff but um yeah so which may, meant saving the soul and trying to stop the ritual were our sort of Main things, but if we could only save the soul, um, that still helped. Any any little helped basically when it came to this, because it was quite literally the the thought that counts, showing that we were trying to help the soul. So yeah, that was that was the main objective when we went on. The organisation was really good from my perspective. Um, I've never fought with Wintermark. Uh, some people who've been longer term players may have fought with Wintermark. We fought against Wintermark a lot and we've seen mm-hmm. perhaps some of the strategies they've done which haven't gone so well. <laughs> However, <laughs> they have reorganized Sanity. a lot. Yeah, now they they really have upped their game. They've changed tactic, which I'm really excited to see them play it out and see how it goes ongoing. Uh, they have a new... I don't know the official title, some kind of war leader. Um, I believe her name is Isa Iron Lungs, something like that, uh, who is essentially, yeah, fantastic. Um, who is uh, their sort of commander on the field. Um, she did a great job from what I see. Uh, the, everyone I spoke to was thumbs up or, you know, big smiles whenever I heard her mentioned after the battle. Um In the unlikely event that she's listened to this, I think you're great. (laughs) Keep doing that. (laughs) What else happened? Oh, yeah, the units. So Wintermark's units, uh, obviously, we're used to them coming on as a lovely big blob, a very, very big blob and kind of just moving together. But they have split themselves into four relatively even um, slightly differently specialized units. I think they call them blocks. Um, Every nation has a different name for them. But um, obviously Brenos did all the planning really for this one and they were split quite apart, which was a really interesting uh, new thing for Wintermark, I believe, or certainly something they haven't done in a while. So, yeah, I think that that probably helped. Having the marches in there was amazing. Um, and sticking some Navarre and some Wintermark and just kind of letting them get on with it was great. So the rest of us, our brief as the rest of Navarre, apart from one unit of Navarre that we're not. With us, or rather, my brief as as de facto commander of Navar for an event, which was so cool. Like, just I'm gonna mention it so much, but it's still one of the coolest moments of my life.
0: And you're a general.
1: (laughs) It's not the general thing that matters. Is the (laughs) fact that I got to be in charge of field command. Like, the generalship is obviously incredibly important to me as well. (laughs) I'm not saying it's not. But it was also really, really cool to do the field command. Anyway, yeah, it was basically just move, keep going, keep moving, take as much as you can and get to get to where you need to be, which was, I believe for us, the very top of the field.
0: Yep, yep. Oh,
1: and uh, the, the one left. thing I will say, everybody knows, uh, everyone in the Ministry Council will, rec- will will maybe laugh at this now, is um, we have since learned that Navarre Fast... And Wintermark fast are not the same fast.
3: <laughs>
1: so <laughs> it has since been learned that uh, yeah, if you if you want people to move really fast, it's Navarre fast. Um, if you're thinking, you know, a pretty good rate, but it's not. You're not literally sprinting. It might be more like Wintermark fast. Uh, well, Navarre, so yeah, that though. was uh, yeah, that was a learning for us all. But it was brilliant. I mean, I got to go through the gate second. Absolutely mint. Cool yeah i mean come on how often do you get to literally be at the head of a column of life i can't, I can't even think how many people would have been on that field could easily have been somewhere out yeah could have been i mean that's what i'm guessing right somewhere around that ma- that many how cool is that i mean
0: have you that's seen the cool. pictures from the gate of the saturday battle it stretches it is thick. don't think so it is you know toe to toe wall to you know sort of side of the path to side of the path yeah infantry all the way down just to the t-junction of the, of the sea market of people. yeah
1: whoa wow yeah, it's
0: literally full. <gasps> it really that felt. is amazing
1: oh. it, it felt like something pretty special when we walked up alongside wintermark i mean even then it was just like wow when
0: there's they, some they there's dwarfed some us i've never felt that before it was Navarre. yeah mm.
1: it was a lot it was great though it was really really great um and yeah i mean we literally sprinted on i think you guys were near the back of the navar
0: Yeah, we were pretty far back.
1: Yeah. By the time you got on, I don't know. I mean, I'd already got basically to the front and seen that they were kind of all arrayed in front of us about four ranks deep all the way across that full width and then with units behind them. And we were not, we just didn't have as many. So that's why we were kind of sort of hesitated a tiny bit while we were waiting for Wintermark. Um, But as we know, as we learned from last, last summit uh, and from this one um where we win is when we have the momentum so we just we just hit and kept hitting and kept hitting and we certainly did massive kudos to everyone that just kept going it was amazing like it was exhausting it was grueling it was not always fun but it did the job I, I, It felt good from a command point. I mean, I was right at the front there for the whole time on that right-hand side, and I was so proud of everybody that was involved. Everyone just kept rallying. Every time it felt like there was no one behind or the line was scattered, just from nowhere, some whole group would show up and just fill in and push and hit, and it was amazing. And Black Scar were a lot of that.
2: Yeah. Was, you guys. So- <laughs> it was interesting <laughs> we weren't as cohesive this time and that may or may not have been down to the fact we were all on bite but the aggression and, <laughs> the sheer raw Aggression. aggression we, uh, yeah. we unfortunately um lost our uh, uh commander right near the start uh, just d- due to an oc checkup basically got bonked mm-hmm, on the head like mm-hmm. hard needed to go and just get checked out so we'd lost our like commander and we were mm-hmm. like, oh, and everyone's on bite and all over the place, and it was chaos. I would
1: explain a lot, actually.
2: Yeah, <laughs> okay. so we were a little bit more drip, you know, in drips and drabs. Um, so well,
1: you're also I... not usually as integrated with the main Navarre blob. Blackscar does normally move can. quite. Yeah, but my... Blackscar still normally moves quite a lot as an independent unit, or sits on yeah. the end of lines. Whereas there were so many times during that battle where you were kind of scattered throughout the front. And grabbing
2: small units of people, and it. making a charge, yeah, yeah blitzing mm-hmm. through the middle.
1: That is one thing that Black Scar is incredibly good at and should be absolutely renowned for is the ability to hit a charge and punch. Yeah. Unbelievably good. Like it's just invaluable in that sense. Even you've if you've got in the, one of the drilling for
2: it. The final ones, we all pushed far, not even like overstretched. We all pushed, but unfortunately, I think it was our left flank didn't push as far as we did mm-hmm. and then essentially we got hit from that side and the other side <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then all three of us put down within yeah. kind of like oh, four God, meters yeah. of each other
1: yeah well that wasn't the first time because chris you went down earlier on in the battle i mean yeah. I, I say least, I, yeah, like, we it's like it's a unique thing but i think probably a solid 30 to 40 percent of Navarre at some point went down what yeah. felt like enemy behind enemy lines in that battle and yet we lost. Yeah,
2: uh, Lydia was down. Battle. We were having to having to try and like, yeah, re- basically regroup so that we can push back and get you up. And I think we did. Mm-hmm. I
1: I want to say a lot of the momentum felt like it was because people were just like, my friend is on the other side of that line. to yeah. let it happen. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so maybe that's a tactic we need to look at: is strategically downing people behind the lines so that everyone just is motivated to go get them. Uh, I, for you know, military purposes, this is a joke Sounds
2: risky, Sounds risky. <laughs> but, but, also, no but
1: yes, it does. certainly did help yeah it did it it worked. um a lot of people went down. I was on the front lines much more than I expected, but hey, if it works, it works, you know,
2: despite that, and despite the aggression and and, we have good that, and being fifteen seconds away from uh, mortality oh, uh, that. <laughs> there was only one casualty,
1: yeah. Across the whole three nations.
2: Which is insane. That was very well
1: Yeah. And uh, if anyone hasn't heard the story of... Oh. uh, (laughs) It's not this casualty. Now, there were originally reported... There was originally reported to be one casualty only. And that was, the story goes, a winter marker who, it was reported, was accidentally executed by a member of the Navarre who had mistaken them for a Yagara. So this Navari went and handed themselves in um, immediately. It all kind of was resolved very, very quickly. Uh, Then Wintermark came back and said, actually, we found one other casualty. Unfortunately, there are two casualties. Uh, Later on in the weekend, someone gets to report, by the way, uh, there is only one Wintermark casualty, and it's not the one you think. The uh, person who was mistaken for a Yagara and executed the winter marker that reported it mistook the winter marker on the floor for a winter marker. And it was, in fact, a Yagara. Um, so no accidental executions were made at all. Oh. It was just a Navari putting Aww. down a Yagara, as should have been. And some winter marker got the wrong end of the stick. <laughs> <laughs> so there was only one um, one casualty and it was a legit casualty. And that Yugara stayed firmly down. It did prompt a conversation about executions, though, which was very, very interesting. Um, And probably will change absolutely nothing, because as we see, (laughs) execution's effective, basically. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it was good. We didn't... The
0: monsters can't execute us, because... Boy, with the casualty spike.
1: There are some, unfortunately, but... uh, Yeah, it would make a big difference. Yeah. But no, I think in the end, we actually only achieved one of the objectives, and that was technically a secondary objective. But the battle for everybody felt like a success, from what I can tell. So we only lost the primary objective by two minutes, which was a real shame. And there have been conversations going around that it, certainly the amount of man downs that we experienced may have, you know, dropped back our. Um, momentum obviously that's not something that you can take into a consideration when actually planning a battle or how to do better next time um we do want to be careful of course um i think there was also some wintermark being slow meant that we just didn't hit them at quite the force and rate that we wanted
0: to to. they take a long time again as well wintermark
1: yeah well again we've learned navar fast and wintermark fast that's just it's a learning that's something you can't really predict beforehand there's going to be a Um, misunderstanding right Um, that being said you know we did really well on that Uh, we also I think we thought that all of the other secondary objectives we thought all of the champions had been taken that was reported on the field but it turned out that that wasn't the case which was a real shame Uh, but we got the Thule back that we needed to so that does have a big impact on our relationship with the Thule and more importantly we proved that it can be done you can put Wintermark and Navarre on the field together
3: and, and you can come back without Sorry, that's an
1: absolute <laughs> okay. Well, it, it you know, there were Wintermarkers saying, um I spoke to uh Lof and Bloodcloak afterwards. Um I don't know, I can't remember if she was saying this specific to me or wider, but she was saying there are there are groups, there are blocks of Wintermark that she spent, you know, seasons yelling at from behind, trying to get them to push forward, and they will not move until the last sort of minute. They're just slow to move. Mm-hmm. But the absolute aggression, momentum, and push of the Navarre had them going, just going without even question. Well, that's and I think fun. it's this is exactly what we hoped for, right? We wanted it to be a good combo for that exact reason. They need yeah. the Wintermart needs a, a nation like Navarre to be pushing them, and uh, I had a great time. Don't know about you guys. Yeah, it
0: was good fun. <laughs> oh, I liked it. It's good fun. I think I legitimately. So is Linda. I think I've been downed once so far and then um I don't, uh, that's not true. Maybe about five times. I just can't remember they're, they're too traumatic. <laughs> That's a
3: very different number.
0: <laughs> but in this battle once alone. Five times. In this battle alone, I think I went down close to ten times. And mm. three of them were lethal. Like the potion I mentioned earlier, giving me mm-hmm. the extra rank of fortitude, saved my life. That peer pressure saved Lindia's life because <laughs> i had 20 seconds left on my counter when i think, mm. you know, I, I, think I looked at you larkin and mm. i was just screaming help me you finally saw me because no one else had seen me and god that yeah. the feeling of that is incredible you're like oh my god yeah. they've seen me thank god here <laughs> comes the cavalry spotted. yes and uh when they when you lot cohen got me um yeah i had 20 seconds left but i would have been dead dead if i hadn't had that potion mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. and uh, there are a few Sometimes moments like that are good, kids. <laughs> yeah, jogs is good jogs literally keep you alive and uh, there's a few times across the weekend where Lindir should have died they genuinely should have died and he managed to lock out each time mm. but uh, putting all my armour on like the armoured skirt, the shoulder pads I've got, the, the chainmail arms I, I don't have it anything so in the good. set it looks fucking awesome, I really like it but if I get shot in the chest to cleave in the chest I go down, but the thing is like I'm okay with that, because I've got enough hit mm-hmm. points now to like still be kind of tanky, but when I get shot in the chest, I can just dramatically drop over and die. However, fucking however, my left knee, I need to work mm. on my stance mm-hmm. every single time as my left knee getting popped off like a Coke can lid, and just yep. screaming, think, being pulled back into I the real line. I think, I think that battle was particularly bad for it, because previous to this
2: battle, I've been like, yeah, I take some cleaves to the knee, but not that much. This one, I was going. I need knee pads.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: I definitely need some like what do you call the what do you call the thigh armor tassets?
0: Tassets, yeah, tassets. Yeah, I want yeah, some of them? Pointless French a sneaking its way in on there. Yeah, tassets.
1: <laughs> Tasset. Um Yeah, that'd be great. I mean, I went down, but I will say there is a strategic thing you can do, citizens, if you are uh, smart and clever and uh, don't want to die, which if you, uh, only works if you've got enough hit points, um, as I did. I got, I think, impaled and cleaved to legs various times around my armor and also on my arm, because I still fought them from the ground, which you can do as long as you haven't lost your hit points. Uh, Someone came along, tried to hit me a couple of times, and now I knew I still had a fair amount of hit points, maybe two or three left. but I dropped all my weapons and just started shrieking. I screaming like nothing, like screaming back to the front lines. And they just stopped hitting me. I, because <laughs> it's behavior consistent with I'm on my bleed count. I, I can't fight you back anymore. Um, and there is it is within the rules. I did not lie about anything. Um, I just stopped fighting back because I physically couldn't anyway. Um, and started screaming, and they didn't hit me, so I was not actually on my bleed count when I went down. Uh, I Thank was,
2: and I was seconds away. It doesn't um,
1: work for everyone. No <laughs> Let's put it that way. But it is something to uh, put in your arsenal.
0: If I see. It's one rule for the generals, another rule for the others, is it? I know. Right? <laughs> hey, all I'm
1: saying is, get good.
0: Oh, oh, oh! oh. oh. Look, just because I have not this <laughs> Elden ring, does not mean you can, you can drop that kind of that kind of shade on me.
1: I can say what I like. I, I I did a battle and we didn't die and it felt good. <laughs> but yeah, we came out of the battle very well. We did it. Yeah, We didn't necessarily win, 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 but we felt like we won, won, won. And that's, we had a good time. And it was a really matters? good battle.
0: A couple of things mm. for me to add, actually. First of all, shield and spear looked very cool, feels very cool, fucking useless. Um, Because with a single wrist, you can't, you can't pivot the spear properly you can't use it safely and swing it round with a single hand and then you know shield is shield right but then you just can't get any offense off it's, you had uh, quite
1: a big shield though right you didn't have a buckler
0: it, it's a decent sized shield but like i'm fairly broad mm. and it's it is the right kind of shield for me because when i use it with a sword mwah, mm. beautiful piece of mm-hmm. kit so i actually gave my shield to spider our new player um during the battle so he went off sword and shielding and had a much better time all of a sudden and also when i could mm-hmm. two hand my spear i could actually parry things properly and
1: i do like of... two handing the spears yeah
0: yeah much more mm-hmm. effective much more i think i've
1: moved away from buckler i was my only comment about the battle overall was actually i didn't really like my uh war paint very much i'm gonna edit that i think for next time
0: yeah because yours was pure red wasn't it
1: well no i like the pure red it's more like just the shape and oh, d- design of it I don't want it I think where it was and where it sat, it wasn't it didn't have the effect I wanted it to. But yeah, I might just go back to what I had before, which I think is the one that's currently in my Facebook profile picture. Gotcha. Um,
0: you're yeah. not gonna join the uh the black and red gang like uh Solomon. No.
1: <laughs> no, not for me. Yeah.
0: Uh, for I mean it's always it's always
1: good fun, isn't it? Editing things like that. If that's your note for it all, why not? Oh, I am also mm-hmm. probably gonna drop the buckler, I think. I have it slung on my back in case I need it, but I just so rarely actually bother to use it these days.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Seems sort
1: of irrelevant.
0: Do you carry a sword love with you? Get... or just a knife? as a I
1: have. I've got a dagger. I'm hoping to get my second dagger onto something as well. So
0: I've got two backups. Yeah. Dagger and buckler is um, unconventional shield wall, but I suppose it's better mm. than nothing.
1: Well, I'm not shield walling anything, but I do stand in the front lines a lot, and it seems to work with the spear. I feel a lot—I just feel good with the spear. I'd love to get one, a proper one, made like a commissioned one. Mm. I've got plans I'm drawing up at the moment to get one commissioned.
2: Oh, nice! Nice.
1: Yes, there is someone on the field, uh, Mike Light of Light Armories, who uh, I got to um, see a commission he'd made for someone else, and it was made of carbon fiber core, and it was so light which I'm not huge. I don't have lots of bulky muscles uh, and my wrists are not designed to carry loads of weight all the time. I'm uh, sure I could exercise and change that or I could get a nice light carbon fibrosphere. Uh, there you go. <laughs> one
0: it's, of those is it's a dex build, uh, quicker fix than the other.
1: Yeah, I'm a dex. Exactly. I'm made for speed and dodging things. <laughs> that's it. But yeah, it was good. What happened yeah. post battle?
0: I've got yeah sorry. My second thing to quickly add was another shout out to Ty, uh, the guy I've had on for a few sort of new Blarper episodes a few months ago for E1 E2. Um, he was monstering and ran as as usual. We keep doing this. We ran into each other entirely by accident. So <laughs> he started sp- spanking me with his axe and like hitting me in the lowest in my lower spine when I was beeping out and it's like oh Imperial you're not getting out of here, bonk <laughs>
1: just sit, sit there I love it yeah. Oh, I want also to say shout out to um, someone told me who this was and I feel like I want to say it is Dan maybe who played Garavane, uh, rest in peace Um, But when I did go down, uh, the front line of the enemy did start to retreat back and they were looking very much like they're about to retreat back over my head. Uh, But he got in the way um, while monstering, not while refing, and uh, just made sure that no one stepped on me, which I really appreciated. So thank you uh, to whoever it was. I think it was Dan, but I'm not sure. It's nice when people have consideration like that. (laughs) Because, yeah, I know people complain about like the refing side of things and how, you know, it often disadvantages you as the enemy. But sometimes it can also disadvantage you a little bit when you're a player. And also sometimes it ruins a little bit of the magic of, oh, I'm really in the shit right now. And then something changes. But when it comes to safety, I, I think I'll mention it a little bit more briefly about the Saturday, the Sunday battle when we get on Sunday next time. Oh,
3: God, yeah. But
1: it... it it makes a difference. And a lot of it is preemptive. um, And it may feel like it's slightly too soon. But the calls that are made, are made from a place of experience, largely. Um, Those of us who are less experienced tend to take quite a lot of guidance from more experienced uh, refs as well. So it's very, very rarely going to be a case of, oh, it's just an inexperienced ref like being overly cautious. No, we've probably been told by someone who knows what they're doing that this is absolutely something to do. And it does make a difference with the, the man downs that you then experience because there are going to be some inevitably. Um, and the best you can do, there is a lot of checking in going on. I don't know if you guys noticed this, probably more on Sunday than on Saturday, but... People are being really good about checking in with other people, like across the two sides, as well as like within your own nation. Of like, oh, you know, oh, someone's someone's down. Like, just get them up, or oh, you're retreating. Watch out for that person on the floor. That kind of thing, or oh, sorry, mate. I hope I didn't hit. You, like, I didn't hit you too hard. No, it's fine. Carry on and just back into it.
3: Yeah, it's and it's really, it's pretty good respect
1: it, it? like that. Yeah, respect like that really—it just makes the game that much better, and it also does mean that you know bad calls and and moments where someone could get really injured do start to happen less because everyone's just a bit more aware, a bit more conscious of it. And it yeah, it makes it better. It, you might feel like, oh, it's a moment of OC moment, and it's ruining my immersion of the game, and I want to be in there and you know risk snapping my femur. um But <laughs> that's that gonna <laughs> exactly in that voice. But it's that's gonna end up, you know. It's going to end up worse in the end. A small moment of someone just being like, watch it. There's a big route there or something is in the end going to stop a man down for you know two hours as someone's rushed off the field in an ambulance or something, you know, which we've seen happen. It's happened to one of ours. I mean, do you remember when Sophia broke her leg slash oh, ankle?
0: Vividly, yeah, I took her to the hospital. Oh. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that you did. That was my first you? event. Oh, it was. That was horrible. Yeah. Not nice.
0: Although singing A&E in costume. Very fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it has to happen, unfortunately. But um yeah, it, it certainly seems to be happening less. Touch wood um, on battles, anyway. As far as I've seen, I haven't got that much uh, insight into it. But, yeah, that's a shout out to everyone who's who's good at just being a little bit aware of stuff. um Yeah, I think that pretty much takes us to the end of the Saturday battle.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Unless you have any more, no.
0: No, Ty. Um, yeah, Ty was torturing me, and then we charged, and I got to torture him a little bit. I gave him uh, some impromptu surgery. It was all good. It was a very, it was a very fun battle. Although it did, because we we basically just pushed him off the edge of the field. It only lasted thirty. Yeah, minutes. it finished in like thirty it was minutes. A super it was... quick battle.
1: It was. It was very fast, and that was in some ways because I think we just did so well, and they le- also they, they completed their objective that they were there for, which was the ritual. So they were Boo. there to do that ritual. They completed me, the pushes. ritual, <laughs> well, they're Jotun there. they you know they want an honorable fight. I think they also didn't really want to fight us very much um but we did we we did exactly what the plan was, which was push them all the way back as far as we can push them um and then hold them there, and they just weren't interested once we pushed them back, they were like mm, not gonna not gonna fight anymore, which was obviously good for us. Yeah, it good, meant we got back very, rise. very early.
0: We did. We got more day.
1: <gasps> we really did. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. We all cool, kind of didn't really know what to do with ourselves when we got back. <laughs> we're like, oh, it's so early. What do we do now? Well,
0: I'll Actually, tell you what. No we did. one really
1: knew what standing was.
0: <laughs> yeah, we um we went and supported. We we sort of desweated, had a bit of lunch, you know, the usual post battle, cool down. And then mm-hmm. I took the Hype Squad, which was Jockal, Damon, uh, Nick's character, who I can't remember the name of, a Whippy McWhip boy. Um, Tire,
1: I think, or Tear.
0: Oh, it might be Tear. Yeah. Um, I took Shan. Um, what is Reese's new character called? Sinwin. Sinwin. Right. Okay. I keep calling him Sinbin, but that, that's close enough. Um, <laughs> Sinwin and Spider and Steve, so Ken and Connor, but. Uh, we sat there, and almost none of us are, th- are from Tharounin. I think like, like half of us are, but like not me. But we still went anyway because we're gonna hit. We're here to support our friend Travid. And uh, as a as a hype squad, we sit there, and every time he opens his mouth, we just start to preemptively clap, start to cheer, and in like yeah, best senator, woo! <laughs> and there's only one other <laughs> person running against him, and this person stood up because nobody else was gonna run. But it felt really, really good to sit there and heckle positively for once. It was nice. You know, and the other just guy... to
1: clarify, you guys didn't vote because you're not from Tharunin. It was just the heckling. Well, a well certain... some
0: of
2: you did, because there are a few of you that
0: yeah, are from a certain Yeah, somebody... the, ones,
1: the ones that from Tharunin did.
0: A certain Anwin Stormbroke knows very well that Lindia is not <laughs> from uh, not from <laughs> Tharunin. And saw me standing next to the queue and she was like, I'm not counting you. And I was like, yeah, it's fine. I'm <laughs> not in. I'm not in. I'm just here to support, dearest Travid, but yeah, don't worry. There was no voting fraud at this election. Good,
1: no voter fraud. We don't like voter fraud. We just like legit wins.
0: That's the thing. When you get a legit win, wow, perfect. Oh, it feels good. Yeah. It feels good. Breaking the rules to make to get ahead is very easy and not as satisfying. Now I know saying mm. that as a criminal sounds a bit dodge, but I broke. <laughs> I the, the laws Did I you broke. Break, were yeah, the rules. You yeah. I broke the animal rules, not the role-playing rules. But, uh, yeah. That yeah was...
1: you're, the, the the laws that you broke, in fact, were part of the crime game, which is a thing that exists and mm. is, you know, something that people create whole characters around, like yeah. the militia.
0: Yeah, the burning glee of those militia officers as they cornered me. <laughs> they
1: love you, honestly. I mean, they love Ban, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no I'm the sure they love you as well. <laughs> Genuine, genuine admiration just for the amount of game that they had.
2: While that was going on, uh, we were in military council, right? Military council. Yeah,
1: was yeah. I think we probably were. Oh, a shout out to um, Chris, who Clay Winter's Reach now, no longer Taro, who uh, was Camp Dad this weekend and and fed loads of people. <laughs> yes, yeah. he did all the food for us, which was so so helpful. Um, very appreciated and very yummy. yeah yeah, it was a new it was a new outing for him as camp dad yeah see it was great it was very appreciated uh which i'm sure he knows as i'm sure we've all told him because we got to eat lots of yummy food oh yeah but yeah uh, military council was military council the the what the dad for dilf I don't know if I like that at <laughs> all.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll I will leave that one to Lindy. <laughs> yeah,
1: you can you can use that if you like.
0: <laughs> we'll edit that out and post. <laughs> there is no post. Well, guess there's the... no post. <laughs> staying <laughs> in. It, it will stay in. Uh,
1: yeah. No, I mean, um, Millage Council was a debrief. It was good. It was interesting. Um, I can't really I can't remember what. Remember. Yeah.
2: Uh, I think what it was better voting, happened? but uh, apart from that, I can't can't really remember.
1: Um, okay, well. that would have been two o'clock ish. Oh, um, actually, slightly before that, you guys weren't there, but I got to do my first um, picking someone to do something because we had to vote for the the generals of Navarre had to vote for the new sinecure, the wisdom of the Tendabrous Path. Oh um, yes. Um, yeah, so you should have been there as Thorns, but it's fine. You were heckling for Thorunin, which you couldn't vote in anyway. Hey,
0: hey, hey. Loyalty is a virtue. Totally okay,
1: it's true. It's true. <laughs> to be fair, you know, it's fine. Uh, it was ultimately a general's decision, but we did go on the advisement as most things happened for Thorns Council, went on advisement of the Thorns vote. Um, mm-hmm. We had a conversation about options. Uh, there are a number of sort of small roles uh, that have been created or are being created in the military game of Navarre. Um, and we had decided based on the because we basically we knew pretty much the people that were going to run, or we knew a certain amount of them. Um, and there were some new people afterwards who did also decide to run. Uh, but what we had seen from the options was that there were options who were not Thorns, but who wanted to work on behalf of the Thorns, and it seemed to us to be, A, a really good use of the position. Uh, we really want to start crossing lines between the Thorns and some of the other archetypes across the field. For various reasons, we were hoping that it would be a, there would be a really good candidate that was voted for who was... Um, perhaps not the thorn. That's not to say there was any guarantee that it was not going to be, because again, the thorns get to vote. Um, But it is a mana sinecure. So Vate or someone who was a battle mage was definitely quite a good option. Uh, I know there was brokers that perhaps wanted to run. Um, We did the usual election stuff and then they all lined up and it was really close. I think it was, I think the biggest difference between any two candidates was something like two votes. Wow. it was really really close there weren't as many thorns there to vote as normal but it was very much a very even split among the different candidates like they were really they were all good options for for different reasons um but we have a new wisdom of the tenebrous path who will be starting properly at e1 um her mm-hmm. name is gwen and lark song um and i b- believe quite new to anvil as well which is always nice to see people who are quite new like you want to reward long-term service and everything, but it's also nice to get people in there. Um, so I hope she does a good job. I'm intrigued to see what happens. It's kind of hers to do with as she likes at this point. Um, it's between her and the Thorns. of Thorns Council, so, you know, you lot.
0: Me? I have to say, it's... <laughs> if you're a Thorn. Like, the
2: thing the thing with like, the Councils like that and standing is whenever you're busy on a Saturday, sometimes they are a lot harder to get to like you yeah. can always get to the Friday one because there's nothing else on. But as yeah. soon as yeah. like Anfield kicks into gear, there's a lot of time where you just got other things on.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's
3: very Endeavor's
2: true. To make it, but there's yeah things to do.
1: Yeah, and that is you know it's a it's just one of those LARP things, isn't it? The weekend. Yeah. Um, but I think there now we also have a voice of Thorns, who is essentially the sort of Coralla and uh, chair of Thorns Council um, in Navarre, yep. who has, he's he's been obviously been elected for the full year this time because he was um, put in place because the previous one became general. Yeah. Um, so hopefully now that he's got a full year, he might be able to do some work on like, maybe putting in some more firm timings so people can consistently know where to go and don't have to, you know, wait for news of, oh, it's going to be here at this time kind of thing. Who knows? Uh, we'll see what happens with that, but it's certainly the military game is growing because so many, it's just so many more players, and uh, hopefully, hopefully we can grow the mechanics and the the game structures around them to improve everything along the same time. That's the hope, anyway. But after that, yeah, we had we had military council. Then I. Can't remember what I did between about four o'clock and five o'clock. Maybe I just. I know a...
2: that I was busy all day. Uh, <laughs> is this with redacted? Uh With some redacted, but also, uh essentially, what I did is, it was myself and Tabpole went round doing. I think the most fetch quest of fetch quests I have oh, ever yeah. done an angel. <laughs> um, essentially not bore anyone with any details um, but there was a misunderstanding, shall we say that needed kind of sorting out um, which meant we got with to go Hawks, and talk to right? the lovely um, Grauka um, Skywise Grauka Skywise Grauka, yeah I
1: only met her for the first time this event
2: Oh my and god, so some of the lovely. most beautiful role play there, but yeah. I'm not going to go into details about that <laughs> because it was very kind of like you know, personal stuff Um um, but it basically involved us going back and forth, meeting with a um, Wintermark beneficiary, going over to Urizen and finding out what they would do uh, with regards to curses. Um, and mm. uh, honestly, it was hysterical seeing all of the different uh, like viewpoints. Sort of walking. Um, my God, though, Urizens—they uh, do not take sorcery lightly. Is all I will say. Ah. Instant, instant approach. They were just like, yeah. Uh, if you've been cursed uh, and it was un- unlawful, instant ban them as a sorcerer, curse them Brilliant. back.
1: Like, oh, I didn't realize you got so much good, uh, good feedback on that one. That's amazing.
2: Yeah, oh, it was, it was honestly excellent. And we we spent the entire uh, day basically going around finding out what what kind of things we could do to alleviate this. We still wanted to be amicable with everyone involved, and uh, mm-hmm. it, basically we're, we're dealing with a problem from like two events ago. Um mm-hmm. that's still kind of lingering over. But uh it involved that, involved then kind of going back to Black Scar, having a chat with our brand, our brand of brands, uh Lothy, taking him out for a drink, having a chat about some other things. Um some some shady like pure within Black Scar stuff. Um but I I, 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 <laughs> I did some did some tradition things with the with brand of brands, made sure he's on my side, etc. with events that happened the night before um which i'm mm-hmm. also not going to go into uh this all sounds There's a super lot of shady. very most black scar specific isn't... things <laughs> most of this isn't shady at all it's purely just black scar specific things that you don't really need to know about um but yeah so it was a lot of running back and forth checking in with the brand of brands going to the library to check up the resource cost of things debate which one's worth it uh and in the end all you really need to know is black scar came out with a merc banner
1: yeah, you heard it here first. Black Skull's going mercenary next event.
2: We are. I can't um,
1: believe it.
2: For various different reasons. Um, but I think the main reason of a, of a few of us is we, we kind of want to choose our own battles. Um, yeah, I
1: mean, it's largely roleplay reasons. Yeah,
2: it's all, all RP. Which is, which is really nice. Reason, so. Rather than And him, yeah, him, I, him. basically I was a guide the entire time. It great. Mm. Yeah, because you haven't
1: done loads and loads and loads of priesting kind of stuff yet
2: well i'm not a priest that's the thing i just i like guiding guiding in the way of uh, yeah the virtues without owning a congregation um without kind of all of the 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 other rp it's purely just kind of i like that guide stuff you know you feel like you can help someone out um i think I. you have
1: some of the skills right am i wrong about that oh you'd have some skills
2: uh i i was gonna take dedication um but I haven't haven't got there yet. It was a mm-hmm. long long decision over E.T. hmm But yeah,
1: lots of fun things. Oh, I can't believe you guys one. are going Merc. I mean, I'm so happy for you that you managed to get it sorted. But there's a part of me that's like, you know, when you start getting opportunities, you do have to leave behind other ones sometimes. But never say never. You know, maybe yeah, at some exactly. point, I think the the novelty will wear off, or some amazing person will come come around who will brilliantly be able to replace me and i'll join you guys again
2: well oh, yeah or you could just you know buy us
1: <laughs> or i could just buy you <laughs> yes if only i had the cash <laughs> but yeah we'll, we'll, i mean we'll be talking still that
2: <laughs> basically sums up my uh entire saturday walking around on one long fetch quest that genuinely didn't finish until about nine o'clock at night um
1: did you so... see how many steps you got
2: I think I did about uh, 40k that day.
0: Bloody
1: wow! Hell.
2: Yeah,
0: this is a lot. It's a, lot. <laughs> a lot. That's a big number. It's like larger. That's a 30K. very large number.
1: <laughs>
2: it is large. Well, I was fun. so tired on Monday.
1: Mhm. And
2: yeah, then God, yeah, I kind of went back to blackscar and, and and chilled. I didn't do much drinking. Uh, to be fair, across the entire event. Um, Got that all out Thursday and just kinda of chilled. Although mm. one thing that I did find, ran into a marcher twice. And uh every because I basically I turned to Tap and go, God, I really need a drink. And then he he would show up and go, Do you want some warm mulled cider? And I went, Yep, <laughs> fill me up. And then I was just going, Oh, my tankard's getting empty. And he showed up again. I was like, Right, fill it back up. Here you go. <laughs> it was great. Um Yeah.
1: You just met met the magical cider marcher. <laughs>
2: Yeah, the magical side of March. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, it was. There was just a lot going on. Um, I think so that was Matilda Fisher time as well. Um, yeah, but I mean, I think I'm going way ahead because essentially my entire Saturday was a was a blur of walking <laughs> and talking.
0: Nice. I can give you a minute by minute breakdown of what I did. No, <laughs> we, <okay>. all right <laughs> weird flex but okay um so after around about two o'clock we travel to election um i start to get some little messages run up to me messengers and one of them uh, is from the thornfang begging me to come on the skirmish at 4 30 and uh, i quote we need heavy competent troops because we don't have any um, well, you
1: do fit the brief.
0: Yeah, so me, Linda, Thornhart, I was like, wow, that's nice. Thank you. That's really flattering. But also, uh, we have been stung already this summit with bullshit skirmishes. When I pictured the Black Scar, I'm like, there's no guarantee yeah. that we'll get on this and everyone is understandably just gone. Nah, fuck it. But I do get the two mm-hmm. noobs. We get them fully kitted up. So we're all in full heavy, full chain, sword and shield, the tankiest of tanks that there ever was now um we get to the gate and wow lo and behold we're actually invited to the front of the queue we've been we've had reserved spaces specifically for us and it turns out that the mission commander is very green and they wanted they wanted a black scar contingent to basically look after him but also make sure that the battle wasn't a total clusterfuck spoilers it might have been Now um, we get onto the skirmish, go through the gates, go into the forest, and it's around about 60 to 70% high guard, and the rest is made up of Navar. It was meant to be 50-50, but with the usual gate rushing shit that goes on now, given that there's, you know, 4,000 players on the field, it's really hard to control who goes through on the skirmish. So we get in, we split into two flanks, the classic, I'd say the classic mistake personally of when you've got two elements in the force of just splitting them for the sake of them being separate so the small 20 you know 20 person navari contingent goes left and then the big high guard blob goes right with our mission commander and the objective is these two stones uh, these two ritual stones and we need to cast a ritual on both of them at the same time so each unit has a whistle and the idea is once we secured them we blow the whistle wait for a blowback. back And then start to um start to cast and what happens is that the navari contingent pretty good plan to be honest well it's a decent one however it didn't survive contact with the enemy and we almost didn't survive contact
1: with the
0: enemy yeah uh because as we go in about 10 druge shit us up and i am like lindia is fuming at this point because the classic cluster death ball has happened where We've got a lot of healers and light infantry and they're not being mobile enough to keep the line like stable so the druids have literally encircled us but only with about 10 troops there's actually one of them with about three or four meters of open space either side of them but because they're sat there heckling people all the, all the healers have uh, sort of crouched up into a ball and we've got this small shield wall at the front of my two the two new guys let's call them my huskarls in this case my huskies and I are trying to form some kind of like offense.
1: Just you might occasionally get a cat noise. I'm, I'm okay with to that. Okay, uh, Smithy.
0: <laughs> but um we It's
1: keen to listen to your plans.
0: Yeah, but I think having a dire cat would have helped a lot. But um yeah, I agree, Smithy. Oh, yeah. I agree. But um yeah, we basically have to like uh, it it's going okay. We fall back. Especially after me and my huskies, we try and just hold the right flank by ourselves, and we 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 get down. It's basically a fifteen on one on that flank, and just because we're getting wrapped, we just stand there and just try and scream at them. And they, I think the monsters realise that we're fucked. They don't push as hard as they could have, but they still push us quite hard. um So I go down with my boys. Now the rest of the Navarre blob is about fifteen meters away, which on a battlefield might as well be a marathon, and we're lying there screaming. And I realised that this is the end of Lindia Thornheart. Sat there, clutching my once again cleaved leg.
1: After you survived so much from the main battle.
0: Yeah, that poor bone just keeps breaking.
1: There was no Larkin to spot you in the distance.
0: There was not. However, oh, there was a stroke shoot. of good Puck. Sorry. Or good luck if you appreciate my shitty pun. So Puck is uh, one of the Stormbroke lot. And uh, I do need to get him testimonied with biggest stone I, w- I might try biggest stones but pd might recognize that but biggest stone singular is close enough that it might get through now what what it's puck does big stone yeah now puck has been told by uh been told by anwin to keep lindir alive because i'm going on this skirmish to look after them and then in turn they look after me and of course lindir's gone off and got himself fucked up so puck <laughs> goes well i've got a promise to keep and with one other thorn who, oh, I can't, I didn't catch his name. Um, but I like, saw sort of quite tall, brown armor on, not healthy. too. Yeah, not, yeah, no, so sort of green and brown clothing. Yeah, really, and Navari tattoos really, really narrows it down. <laughs> but Puck That's leads definitely. the way. And Puck is like, he's wearing a chainmail shirt, but he's got Ambi. And I'm like, oh, he's fucked. And he solo charges about 20 druge. And goes into this, what, what I can only, only describe as a food blender mode. Where he lands, like, he starts to spin a little bit, but not, like, dangerous, like, windmilling. But, like, as he strikes, they kind of flow into each other. And he beats back three druge-wielding (gasps) shield-bearers.
1: Amazing.
0: And they they back off, and he starts to scream, rip and tear into this other guy who's torturing me, fucking the guy up, and the druge fall back from him and this other guy pretty much single-handedly. Yes. And I'm sat there like, oh my fucking yeah. god! Because it's, like he's, he's he's sent three packing. He's killed one. There are still sixteen left. And then he screams at them, and gets me up on, stay with me, and this <laughs> launches me to my feet. And I'm like, oh my fucking god! And the other guy who came with him has got um Stee and Spider up, um Ken and Connor. So um we all get managed to get back to the the blob of death. At this point, we we signal a general retreat. But yeah, I'm sat there like, holy fuck, that was. That was really something. Like, not even IC was that heroic. OC, I was like, you, by any account, Puck should have died there. Every single brain cell in my mind turned over that few seconds. And, like, there is no, not even incalculably small odds that he survived it. He just shouldn't have, let alone having time to pick me up. So, I will say
1: that is such a great example of the thing that we ha- try and hammer home to everyone we fight with, which is that. With some shouting and some running and some just pure crazed aggression, you can do a lot on a LARP battlefield. Cause it's not they're not trained soldiers on the other side. Sure you might be facing an EMU, but it's still people under those masks. And people tend to instinctively step back when you come running at them, whether or not you're wearing really? a you know, you've got a soft foam weapon or something more than that but my god that's amazing i didn't realize that happened that's so cool
0: yeah and it, i wasn't on my sort of within a minute of dying but oh, the but... the blob was entirely surrounded we we were fucked there was no way they could have done it i was like the cohesion was so poor that mm-hmm. there was no way in three minutes they could have got to us effectively no way mm-hmm. yeah like you know, the, the look on puck's face it was this it was a mixture of like almost like a stone gargoyle but with this flame <laughs> within and this roaring and shouting, it was like something out of uh, like Assassin's Creed, like in you know, Valhalla when nice. you get like, the Vikings <laughs> coming at you with twin weapons. I was like, "Holy fuck!" So yeah, big shout out to Puck, quite clearly. Um, absolutely brilliant stuff. The absolute stones on the lad, and the other guy as well. I need to, I need to find him and buy him a pint. Absolutely. But yeah, we uh we fall back to the gate, and now this is what this is where the skirmish goes from, fuck to good it's instead of retreating around yeah so we've got 10 minutes left and like oh here comes the home we better retreat then we haven't got enough time the commander goes right let's hit him again yeah and And i'm like yeah let's rip and tear let's get him. let's fuck him up so uh, i'm on the left with roswin Uh, she's leading this flank and basically her and i have spent the last 10 minutes getting shot to shit by the archers um (laughs) And then we're rallied, <laughs> and we're like, "Let's do this." It's a bit like the Charge of the Rohirrim. It's not quite as as glorious, it, it must be said. And then there was no musical <laughs> score, but she was like, "Right, we could do this. Not we could do this." And she starts singing, advance. Head. And I start, um, like I go down the line, like, "Come on, they hit us once. Let's hit them back harder. We're gonna fuck them up." And uh, we start to um, start to advance. The Druze are like filtering towards us, going hee 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 hee, and then they kind of yeah. stop. Because when they see in the Navarre, and Roswin calls the charge, and we charge about over about 50 to 60 metres of ground in the forest. Yes, pretty much back nice. up to the stone, just shrieking, like, as thorn as thorn, Navarre charges thorn. And, like, <laughs> a few of the but like, trip on the branches, I'm sure you'll cover that later, Matty. But, yeah, the, the trip <laughs> hazards trip in that the... forest are oh, fucking yeah. nightmarish
1: it's dangerous in there yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> they none of them got injured oh, four you know. things yeah but okay, they could like <laughs> kind of slip and fall and they turn around and go no no it's like five of <laughs> them would just fucking start scalping them and chopping them up it was, Love it. But it was aggressive
1: fantastic
0: but then oh andy connell enters the enters the battlefield <laughs> he comes in <laughs> and rallies for anyone grige. who
1: doesn't know who is andy connell
0: andy connell is a ma- is a myth a man and a machine he is He's honestly about seven foot tall, built yeah. like the side of a yeah. barn, and is an exceptionally intimidating player. Well, sorry, not player. So um, head he, of...
1: he's one of the, I think he's head of monstering, yep. possibly. He's certainly one of the EMU leaders um, across the board. Whenever you see a very large um, monster, uh, he's played giants, he's played Nobody leaders of various warbands. Yeah. yeah, he is one of the NPC crew, um, but he is a very tall man. Mm. Um, and very good, yeah, <laughs> very
0: good at what he does yeah he's very good at what he does like the rp is he's he is i think the definition of perfect monster roleplay yeah like every yeah. time you fight him he will don't worry he will fuck you up but if you're heroic and you do heroic blows and stuff he'll let you get a few hits in and react accordingly and he's mm, well it's gorgeous mm-hmm. and also what fucking surprised me about this is i don't know how a man that big could appear from nowhere <laughs> there was like, you know, five druge should formed a little shield wall, and we were about to like yeah. clatter into it. And then he steps out from behind, you know, second from the right. And I'm like, how the fuck was he hiding there? And wow, okay. <laughs> and, you know, it's the kind of person you've got to look up at. Yeah. And <laughs> the morale of this charge died in that second. That was the second when Hope died. And uh, we, we kinda of looked at <laughs> each other and we had a little Aww. standoff and the rest of the Navarre, uh, they were too busy scalping, so they didn't keep up, so we got surrounded again. Uh and <sighs> T L D R we had to we had to do a fighting retreat, but um they started dummy charging us. So a lot of Navarre started Ooh. to flee. But me, the Huskals, Puck the Largest Stone, and his companion, um Brown Navarre muck gimme your friend's face, we'll call him. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. us five are in the front um... Basically, I'm I'm yelling at them, saying, "Don't run, you won't get away." Yeah. And so they <laughs> dummy charge us, so we just scream and like flail our weapons at them, and they they're doing dummy charges. So they stop about three meters short of us, and we do a couple yep. of swipes, and it is they do that three Tactical. times, and each time, I mean, this is this is on reflection, they're dummy charges, but each time I'm a hundred percent convinced we're about to get fucking killed, and yeah. it's five on five with Andy Connell as the the fucking Undertaker coming in. and we're holding our ground but the rest of the bar behind us is just filtering away so we have to start falling back and we do get out Uh, i'm not sure about the casualties for that skirmish but it was such a good loss it was so much fun loads of action we went from the the dizzying typical lows of you know random navari forces put together and it fucking sucks on the field all the way up to a glorious triumphant charge just to fail at the last moment and it was
1: heartbreaking yeah. but is that one of those where the failure is actually almost as sweet just because you had such a good time
0: yeah we didn't deserve to win but boy was it fun playing <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. and uh it's quite a lot of but
1: like, it, it does become fun to lose sometimes when it comes to the actual you know consequences of the game yeah it sucks but when you know you've had a really good scrap and you're also probably going to get some good role play out of the loss as well. Like, is it not why we do it?
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: You can play any number of battle games that you want to if you really just want to game the numbers, but going in and doing the role play, that's why we pay the money. That's why we dress up and go there and make our characters and form bonds with people, et cetera, et cetera
0: yeah absolutely oh, yeah and uh oh, i think
1: andy connell coming in and uh, ruining your hope is just another demonstration of also why a very good leader can make a whole lot of difference
0: yes yeah. because oh see mm-hmm. i know that's andy connell under the mask you know you see big bork, big big bork. wow big big bork. <laughs> 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 this big gigantic dog is on the field we're like oh <laughs>
1: what happened it's a plague wolf We oh, oh, oh about don't
0: it. i get shivers about that oh. <laughs> nah no, no, nah no, i don't you know. want to see that again but andy (laughs) big orc you know in theory it's a different general each time who always dies but like you know it's yeah i just saw the the
1: emu people are going to yeah exactly the the emu people know them as this is your leader right so they will respond to seeing their leader whether or not it's played by anacon or anyone else but they will respond to seeing them with a you know there is a rally you feel a rally when there's someone that you believe in so much like say you know navara going down heavily um and we see someone see like brenos just drop uh brenos yeah exactly yeah. who obviously you know well not even not even drop but suddenly appear which did actually happen at points during the main battle you know we were at the front going sometimes starting to falter and then he was there it was on the front he was pushing and it just i'm sure that goes for other nations with their you know it's not even necessarily cult of personality, but just kind of your heroes, really, yeah. and they're well known enough throughout a group that just the presence of having them there rallies a whole force. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, and that happens for the EMU as well.
0: Yeah, what of Connell, which I Andy mean,
1: Col is often in charge.
0: Yeah, what he did is he stepped into the middle of the line and took a step forward, and he he came to meet our charge, and he did. The thing is. Yeah. Um, like historically, so, you know, we, we chant and yell step and stuff like that. It's very intimidating. Yeah. But historically, professional units would make almost no noise. They would just have a drum and a beat mm-hmm. and maybe a horn to signal different orders, but they would move in silence. And that was We're getting a lot silence.
1: of uh, a lot of good battlefield music, I should say. So that's, mm-hmm. you know, very really possibly cool. in the future.
0: Yeah. But the silence is even more unnerving because yeah. when someone's yelling at you, you can yell back and it's a rage battle, like a pub brawl. For your mm-hmm. human animal mind, right? But when someone mm-hmm. is silent and looks you dead in the eye, and it's just you can just tell they're ready to kill you on yeah. a on a psychological level. That's super unnerving. That's exactly what he did to me. He took took a step forward, and about you know the hundred and ten percent adrenaline I was at dropped to zero in mm-hmm. a second, and it mm-hmm. was oh. We need to learn from this. This is why take notes. Yeah, genuinely. If I ever get into that battle captain position that I've been simping for then definitely <laughs> it's gonna learn the uh, the silent step forward. But uh, anyway, mm-hmm. we get off TLDR, we lose, but it was really cool. Um the storm there was a Stormbro leading it. Sorry, a a Fawn Thang leading it. Um I can't remember the player's name, but he's called Matt O C. Uh we <laughs> people call him Cheeks. Um he's a very he's a very beautiful man. Let's leave it at that. But um he um it was his first time leading a skirmish. And I feel like that was a um, great skirmish to lead because the High Guard side crushed it. They did absolutely fine. And then he transferred over to the other flank to see a losing side, I think he got to see pretty much every part of a battle in that singular yeah. session. Was, so is he not
1: led one before?
0: Nope. I think he was totally brand new.
1: Amazing. For it. Oh, I need to. I need to have a chat with him then for reasons.
0: <laughs> but yeah. Non redacted. Uh, Cheeks and Roswell. but yeah classic command team and linda good. three ic apparently so yeah that was that was really cool it's really cool just to be invited and asked to go on skirmish and turning up mm-hmm. you know looking absolutely dench with a pair of personal bodyguards Mwah.
1: well you've got a good rep i mean separate from the fact that you fought with black scar for a long time which obviously their rap is battlefield based but you've also done a lot of fighting since losing ban that has been very much notable and people have been like oh yeah you actually you know you're good at this and not just like oh you're just loud and shouty but you're actually good at doing and getting people off the battlefield and achieving objectives so you should be proud of yourself
0: oh thank you i I haven't seen that because i've been shooting the fuck out of them with my bow but um
1: well that's part of where (laughs) you get a lot of your (laughs) renown from let's be honest everyone loves the bow
0: oh it happened again um so there's a 5.30 skirmish, but I'm going, give, I'm going to give one of you two a chance to talk first before I go into another battle report. But um, it did happen after the 5.30 skirmish. A thorn came up to me and they said, God, you're bloody good at that bow, aren't you? And I was like, <laughs> oh, I, well, my, thaw, my father taught me how to shoot. And this is my father's longbow. You know, go into the classical India story. And they were oh. like, oh, no, no, like, you, you, um, you know, one of your shots saved my life so uh, thank you. I owe you a pint and I was like oh nice. god is the only time I can buy you a drink this evening and I looked at them and said I'm sorry but no actually <laughs> I'm busy from in 15 busy. minutes time until 11.30 at night I'm so sorry but I didn't catch their name or well, I did but like, I didn't remember it because I'm terrible with names hmm. but strong, strong mental image but uh, hopefully yeah.
1: they find you again
0: it, ha- it happened again the longbow is a social is a social weapon
1: <laughs> um <laughs> it's certainly a striking one that you use very well, let's put it that way. Um before you go into it, the only thing I can think of is that at five o'clock I had been invited by Demarian who uh formerly of the Entwined Paths but I think has now officially moved to Dawn. Um as his test of metal to go into a house in Dawn, he'd asked a bunch of generals to show up. Um oh that's right. Uh what I actually ended up doing was I went and had a sit down in the Drunken Goose (laughs) with Clay and Brenos for just literally maybe something around 15 minutes. Um, But it was good. We had a bit of a chat. We had a drink. Uh, Shout out to Drunken Goose. I love them. They have very good drinks. Um, I think I had a non-alcoholic option, which was really, really nice as well. Um, But yeah, we had a sit down and then went to go and do this Thing for Demarian for his test of metal. I showed up, they already had enough generals, which was amazing that he'd managed to corral too many somehow mm-hmm. rather than not enough. Um, and then I got to watch, and that was actually where um blackjack, uh Matt K hurt his leg. Mm.
0: Pretty mm, brutal. God, yeah. Um Have it was seen... not pleasant to watch. You've seen the Tell follow-up that from that on Facebook. His knee is like the size of a football.
1: Oof, I can imagine. I saw the bruising, but um. Yeah, God. So it was uh, it was five earls versus five generals. Uh, sorry, four earls versus five generals and also Damarian was in the battle. Um, and they called it and the generals yeah, they had a good scrap. It was good fun. Uh, I think I gave my spear to one of them when one of their weapons got shattered. Um, and they all went down. And yeah, he just went down and got completely whacked in the back of the knee and something just was not right at that point. Uh, so they did have to call a, a, a medic over sort him out but um I kind of left him to it because there was a lot of people sitting there chatting to him so I knew he would be taken care of at least um and then I actually ended up in the Dorondel tent uh mm. having a chat with uh Garavane and Tancred who I hadn't met properly uh both generals of Dawn. uh unfortunately Garavane is now dead he was terminal after Sunday battle um but I was sort of Semi deposited there by Brenos, who then went off and did something else for a while before coming back. So I just kind of sat there like a little intrigued puppy, like listening (laughs) to their conversations on numbers. Like, oh, this is great. Asking the odd question um, and being like, I'm sure I'm not overstaying my welcome. This is probably fine. No one's asked me to leave yet. So I'll just stick around. Um, They've got a great map. Uh, Lovely people. Everyone is lovely in top tiers of the game I don't know if you guys have really found this maybe I mean I know Sol you've spent more time in the military council tent now uh-huh. but it can feel really intimidating but when you've got enthusiasm and interest like everyone in oh, that yeah. kind of thing I'm sure it's Empire wide. when you start to get to a level where you're in a title you know a lot about your game and you're probably going to be delighted to get a chance to really talk about it to someone because yeah when do you get a chance to dig in like that to people that also know exactly the same thing or yeah, just my a to be
0: a conversation
1: <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. like it's 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 really cool stuff so i was delighted to sit in there and, and also get to meet them a little bit Sound sadback of course um quite a few generals mm. lost this summit which was
0: yeah tomothy Kroll went down as well
1: yeah rip to tomothy um Shout out to Marcus. I haven't really gotten much of a chance to chat to him, but he's been super welcoming since I started Miniature game. And uh, yeah, it was a bit of a shame. Apparently, it was somewhat of a planned departure. It wasn't. It's certainly icy from the way he was talking. He knew he was going to go. Gotcha. No matter what. So it was sad, but
0: I also he had, managed to apparently
1: t- have a bar crawl while he was terminal. So <laughs>
0: <he died laughs> it wasn't the worst.
1: Out, well, apparently he didn't die in the Dog End. I thought oh. it was in it. So he was terminal when he left Senate, when they snuck him out of Senate. Uh, he went and had a drink in the Dog End, I believe, before being possibly spotted. Or, But he ended up managing to do a couple of bars before he died, died. And that was it. So he went out drinking, <laughs> which, if anyone knows Thomasy, he was obviously quite pleased about yeah. But yeah, it was a shame. It was a real shame. So that was already one general and then we lost two more the next day and a whole bunch of adjutants. So it'll be oh. really interesting to see what happens come E1.
3: Mm.
1: Yeah, that was my five till whatever slot. I think I did also wander around quite a bit, probably did some stuff without really realising it. Probably, oh yeah, I was supposed to get a ritual done at 7. Than a o'clock, I believe, but in the end, the ritual slot had been moved, and I wasn't able to make it later on, which was a real shame. But it didn't make a difference in terms of the broader campaign. Um, oh, but yeah. Gotcha. What about yeah? What about you then, Sol? Or yeah. if you want to go, I, five I four, have
2: nothing more to say. I went to bed early. Oh, uh, after uh, wandering you. around for the entire thing. Yeah, it was, it was not early, early, but as in, yeah. it was like it was time out. I I made it to time out.
0: Oh, yeah. that's fine. Gosh.
2: Yeah. Well, no, I'd already <laughs> kind of called into camp like a few hours before that and then
0: just no, that's afternoon. fair. Like, I've gone to bed at Well, midnight. you guys
1: all had quite a heavy Thursday before I got there <laughs> as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh, my And then
1: great. a reasonably late Friday as well.
2: I I call it early because not everyone was back in like Backscar camp. Uh, and yeah. I was already in bed when most people returned. So. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. But it was like timeout. It made it time Sometimes out.
1: Sometimes you just got to have an early night, you know? Yeah. yeah. Oh,
2: good for the battle
0: the next morning. Yeah, that's that's. the yeah. thing. I think on thing. Um... Yeah,
1: I mean, you know, the days of drinking and, and whatnot, it's fun at the time, I guess. I don't really drink very heavily anyway, um. so I don't really miss it, but you definitely notice when you haven't been drinking and you have to battle the next day. It's mm, so yeah. nice.
0: <laughs> just your ability so to nice. enjoy the rest of the weekend. Like, if you get annihilated yeah. friday night that's the worst because you've lost you've lost yeah. your weekend at that point you're hung over yeah. all the saturday and then sunday you're typically monstering and you've got a sweaty yeah, face condom on you
1: yeah it can really I, I i get that a lot of people like to do it as like a fun social thing but i mean i've never been a social drinker anyway so
0: yeah you need friends what it is, what it is.
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i don't i it's. i think it's more and more people are starting to realize certainly in our group are going oh it's quite big and clever not to drink that much because we can have just as much fun
3: yeah
2: I, I but maybe that's dry. just growing it's,
1: older <laughs> it's
2: more if you've got stuff going on then you don't need to right yeah yeah that's it if, if yeah true yeah on, then going on a bar crawl is great fun mm-hmm. that I mean, does
1: make that, sense actually yeah. yeah good point well made You've you've solved it <laughs>
0: Yeah. (laughs) soul has solved it. Lovely.
1: Soul has solved it.
0: So Um, I think that just basically leaves Chris
1: for... Yeah, 5.30.
0: Alright. So 5.30 there's another Imperial mission going through the Sentinel Gate. This time...
1: Oh, is this the redacted one?
0: No. (laughs) Oh, Oh, that's the 5 o'clock which I wasn't on. I've heard about it OC Uh and I'm not going to talk about it. Yeah, because it's redacted for reasons. Yeah, because I'm an adult, not a child who just shares things on the, the internet but anyway <coughs> the um <coughs> apologies i've been eating um some spicy stuff whilst you guys have been talking um <laughs> if that does make it onto the recording i apologize everybody um i don't think it did but if it did then it, it was it tasty did. support me mm. anyway 5 30 go for the central gate it's Navas skirmish don't know where we're going don't know what the fuck we're doing but I am enlisted this time with the Navarchers. Another shout out to them. Dang. They are fucking awesome, man. They Genuinely. Are,
1: they are so much cool shit.
0: Yeah, like uh, Talos Ashbourne is still in charge. Well, I think. Oh, I keep forgetting Antonia's character name because Antonia sounds like an IC name in my brain. Uh, Kaylee? That's it. Yeah. Bang. I think it thank was
1: Kaylee.
0: Yeah. No, I think you're bang on like it. You did begin with a K. Oh, yeah. God. Someone's got a brain cell in this, in this trio. But, um, <laughs> like what, Kaylee? And like to an extent last couple summits, uh, that Talis has built as well. Sparrow
1: it's... as well. Sparrow was heavily involved with it.
0: Oh, was he? Okay, he literally died yeah. before my time, so no idea.
1: Before Linda's time, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think we literally we fought that Sunday battle when Lindir literally entered Anvil, but that was it. Yeah. But um Yeah, the Yeah, Sparrow
1: uh... had a lot to do with that.
0: Yeah, the archers are such a cool unit and they also because like uh, like when you say look uh, what do you need for a skirmish you need healers heavy infantry archers perhaps a battle mage right so mm-hmm. archers get invited on a lot of skirmishes and i think we mentioned in the previous episode but i'm going to say it again is that skirmishes are getting harder and harder and harder to get on and i wasn't planning to be on any of them this summit and i got on two, which was fucking awesome and the, you know the the one i talked about earlier that was i've been invited on to look after the cheeks but then also um this 530 one invited because i'm a navarcher and um
1: shout out to uh i don't know his name i see i really should um the waystone path who is one of the also the captains of the navarchers nowadays
0: um Um, ah,
1: the name yeah
0: yeah, he was leading. His
1: waystone pass I cannot, for the life of me, remember his IC name, but he is f- doing very, very cool stuff. Uh, he's a very new player. He came in with one of our friends, I think E1
0: this year. Oh, nice. Okay.
1: I believe. Yeah. So very cool stuff.
0: Yeah, because he's the one actually organising these skirmishes. So he came up to me and said, "Ah, 30 five thirty. There's a fight." And I was like, having just come off the four thirty one, considering my life again, I was like, "Huh." let me go get my bow <laughs> off my <I, laughs> jog uh, slight aside uh, weapons check on uh friday afternoon all of my arrows failed um they brought in some new standards for the arrows which they didn't announce and um for health and safety reasons the, the foam now has to be a little bit thicker so all the all new arrows mm-hmm. are pretty much fine but mine are like a couple of years old and they've still got a decent amount of foam on them like it's over an inch it's fine but not by the pd standards it was about two millimeters short And uh, Mm. they all failed, and that was devastating. Um, So I had to go and get myself a brand new quiver of arrows. And I'm not salty. Did you Did
1: you hear about what the new, like things were, or what had changed specifically? Or were you just told these have these have failed? There are new standards.
0: Correct. Like just better. Yeah. That she got there. He checked him. Like, sorry, mate, they've got a new little gauge that they pull out, and um, ah. So yeah. Uh, unfortunate but you know at the same time i'm kind of glad i didn't put a carbon fiber rod through somebody's skull so you know swings and <laughs> yeah. roundabouts uh, right yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> always so, always good yeah and also i got some new arrows now to doodle on um but i might i might go and get some even more new arrows over the long dark because uh i, I saw some other custom made ones that appeared on the field over the weekend and mm. that's all like red and green fletching on like actual feathers you covered the arrows i do cover the arrows i very much cover them <laughs> but anyway that aside five you also said
1: yours didn't fit very well which didn't i didn't know was a thing
0: yeah the nocks didn't fit my bowstring sorry so like they did but it wasn't snug like my custom my arrows were made for with my bowstring in mind so oh it's yeah. so a lot to consider when you're an archer <laughs> yeah it was an ex- i should have brought my bow down and bought them properly in the market but i was panic buying so i just literally left weapons check said fill my quiver they filled it, and then I went back. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, 5.30 skirmish, we get on, archers range ahead into the woodlands, and we're backed up by a column of Navarre. And what happens is uh, they're advancing into Druj territory. This isn't Sarengrave. And as we go in, I, I split to the right, and we're going right to the back of the forest. It's like a solid 300-meter walk. We don't hit any contact. And they're just filtering through, and there's a thin line of Druj about thirty to forty meters ahead of them. And I'm like, Right. What's the rule with Druge? For every one you see, there are four more in the bushes. So I go right with Finn, who's managed to get onto the skirmish kinda of like my own bodyguard, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And we get we go down this right hand path that's only about two people wide. And then hidden behind the bushes, crouch, just about fucking 40 druge. And I'm like, oh ah! <laughs> there's not more than four in those bushes. <laughs> yeah, just contact, 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 right, 40, 40 of them. And we're running back. And the column of Navarre is like, oh, 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 fuck, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. And then, of course, on the, that's on the, the right flank. And the left flank, of course, there's another unit. And as usual, Navarre get fucked by the druge in skirmishes. Like, we have yeah. a really low win rate against them. And uh
1: we in get skirmishes.
0: Yeah, when skirmishes we hit
1: them also. on the main battles, we tend to be much better.
0: Yeah, because there's like a, a grind and fest. Prepared. Like we know where they are, but the skirmishes are short and fast, and that's exactly how the druge well, like to fight.
1: Also, just a more established chain of command, and that's what you need when you're fighting the druge, because you got to have discipline with the people not to get drawn out into things.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. The... It's
1: the drawing out, that's <laughs> the trick every time, and it's our trick, damn it.
0: Yeah, the yeah. morale, the morale broke pretty quickly, so we got into the usual Woodlouse death huddle, Uh, but luckily, (laughs) the heroic Navarchers are on on the scene. Now, the Druze do have archers, and because of those archers and Navar not really using shields, they start to pick us off one by one, but we're firing back, and it is genuinely um, like uh, like modern urban warfare, where they actually pop out behind a tree, pop off a shot, and a couple times an arrow would actually whiz through my bowstring above my arm. From an archer i hadn't seen concealed and then another of archer would pop them once they'd exposed themselves to shoot at me and we're trying to operate in pairs and stuff and we're burning through ammo i went through like all 15 of my arrows in the space of about a minute okay maybe about two minutes but i mean we're getting hit we're shooting them they're dropping but they're just they just keep coming it's like the opening scene of um enemy at the gates it's just oh yeah it was a really intense fucking firefight and what's happening is in theory right the shield is the natural predator when it comes to the bow. <laughs> and then the bow is the natural predator of light infantry. And light infantry are the natural predators of heavy infantry. Because they, they get around the back of them, right? They outmaneuver them. So this, they're kind of like rock, paper, scissors of combat. But what happened is our morale and command broke down so quickly that the shield bearers huddled and hid. So we were having to... At one point, I ran out of arrows and I had to use my butter knife. To charge at an oh archer God. to get a few of us to, to attack. And there was one point I turned around and there was a single Druj archer at roughly point blank, you know, maybe about three or four metres away from four Navarre who were just huddled, hoping that they wouldn't be next. And I turn around I just scream there are eight of you and one of it! Kill it! <laughs> and then I shoot it in the kneecap and they don't move. And then um, this is when Justin's character, who's not called Hakon anymore, because um, Hakon's dead. Big Aaron. Big He's Aaron. Big Aaron now. Yeah, he, he does this wonderful stompy walk to the front and starts to panel beat this orc. And I'm like, that's how you do it. Thank you. Continue to kill. And I, I get quite angry with the rest of Navarre at this point. It's, it's all you know, it's all IC, not OC. Um, I'm like, come on. Where's your where's your kill rage? Come on, rip and tear. Start killing them. Because the Druze are very good at getting one or two monsters behind us. And that pins down a flank of 10, 15 people. And they got us good in the skirmish. Um, I actually don't know what the end result was. But literally, it was just me firing off shots, getting shot at back. And the archers, single-handedly, probably saved that skirmish from failure. Because if they hadn't brought any archers, they would have huddled in a blob until they were dead. Or half mm-hmm. of them were dead, and the other half fell back. But yeah, they got us yeah. good, hard, and proper. Um, and it was... <laughs> I didn't go down, but it was one of the skirmishes where like every second was... It, it, You know, you could just drop, and you you, they wouldn't get you back up. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Four thirty, like fun battle. Five thirty, terrifying. Really, really scary.
1: Oh, it's nice to be scared every now and then,
2: isn't it?
0: It is. It (laughs) is good. I mean, I still had fun. Don't get me wrong. OC, it's great fun. Great battle. But I'm hoping to of
2: a lawn sometime soon. Oh,
0: yes. In a couple
2: of summits.
1: Well, better start doing. I suspect that we will depending on what happens with brokelly and um yeah because exactly. the skirmishes are definitely ge- they're generated largely by what we poke in yeah the weekend yeah. and downtime aren't they so we're poking some explore the turinial heart of turinial you know oh, very God, very possible masks. we'll have the lawn skirm- skirmishes at e1 with that um because yeah makes sense
0: <laughs> it'll be all the nasty stuff as well because we're going into the oh, heart of it so. Oh, I
1: hope we see some new things. Oh, yeah, fun. some
0: new, like oh, like a zombie plague. It's like a I'm sorry, of a lawn plague wolf. My God, that <gasps> was fucking awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I reckon PD would be excited to do some new things as well. So we'll see what happens, mm-hmm. eh? We'll yeah, see what happens.
0: Big monster suits. That'll I be know. how Black yeah. well go. Etika.
1: <laughs> yeah. Food. Yeah, 100%. Well, I mean, what was. I mean, later on, got some food. Oh, Oh, obviously, I mean. Shout out to Jin Club. I love it. I know it's a bit of a meme of like, oh, it's Jing Club. You're going to Jin Club, but it's convenient when like all of your friends, not all of your friends, but a large gathering of your friends are all pinned down to one place and you can go there and also sit down and have drinks. It's very convenient. Um and it's always hilarious fun. And it's really nice. I got to meet and really get to know a lot of the people that I am now role-playing with quite consistently, you know, people in military council specifically. Um, but other people as well. Uh, I met the, uh, editor for the oath, Oh um, yeah. Who we, obviously we've sent in quite a few shady letters <laughs> to <laughs> during the whole, uh, the black scars, um, have done lots of bad things and we were like, no, yeah. can we please write our rebuff? Anyway. Yeah. It was good. It was very, very interesting. And, uh, I think I stayed quite late with Finn and ended up walking back with Skywise Vrykana and Skywise Gralka, which was when I got nice. to meet them. Lovely love, are lovely. People.
2: They are lovely. Yeah.
1: You know we when like you're just like, stars. oh, you're just so nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's so lovely. Oh, I also got to properly talk to and meet um, Demelza, who I believe is Demelza Splinterspear, um, mm-hmm. who is the new proxy for her Herkinia, Hercinia, Herkunia, however so. you want to pronounce it. Who I believe is planning to run for senator at E1. Next event. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, very excited about that. We got a good chance to chat about, you know, going, being thrust rather unexpectedly into positions of responsibility, whether or not she gets it, you know, even just joining in as proxy is a real change of pace from uh, if you haven't done it before. So, I'm excited about that for her. Can't wait to see what happens a lot of changes happening at e1 i expect mhm and i have my hopeful re-election
0: which i'm at e1 or e2 yeah e1 e1
1: so because oh, of it was always has to be elected at the same point uh, but when it gets raised it might not be the same point or I, there was something to do with um when it has to be elected um because they wanted to do in a certain order i don't really know i wasn't involved in the conversations it all happened prior to my being elected uh but basically i only got a half term so two events um and i have the re-election will be at winter and then it will be at every winter going on from there gotcha so i'm obviously hoping that i get it again because i haven't had a full term yet uh but there's obviously no guarantee
0: Larkin Shatter Song, anointed to the Winter's Thorn, or Winter Warrior, or something. That'd be cool.
1: Anointed to Winter Warrior.
0: Anointed Oh, not anointed. Sorry. Testimony. You want
1: testimony? You're getting that wrong. Oh my God, that is something that happened Saturday afternoon.
0: Wow. Or
1: evening time. Right. This is something that I am going to hold very, very dear for a very long time. I got a chance to meet um, Aznath high guard who's one of the generals but mm-hmm. also just and in- very very well known has been pointed out to me many a time as an incredible player and and character long time player um and i got to meet her um and i was there with her and brenos and brenos requested her to do a testimony i'm not going to go into what it was because uh it's none your business um <laughs> but my god the actual the testimony that she like she did the whole experience of it was phenomenal and it's so nice. hard when someone's doing this like really in-depth like important stuff and i was just like they're like please don't just like start grinning like this is more serious than that but i'm also there, like this is amazing this is just this is the most monumentous moment and it's so intense because it's just you and that one other person mm. um but i loved it she did this whole thing going through the virtues you know look to the west there's You know, the the setting sun to the east where it rises, the ground below your feet, loyalty will always be there. It was I can't even go into the details of it, but it was amazing. So, so, so good. Um, And yeah, I was amazing to get another testimony. And it turns out I actually have three testimonies. One of them I didn't realize was a testimony. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. So I'm not sure (laughs) how that happened exactly, but there you go. Uh, Very, very cool stuff. It's one of those, it's for the it's purely for RP, isn't it? I mean, testimony doesn't actually give you any buffs or anything, but it's just cool, it gives you an
0: emotional buff being a badass. It does. It does. Oh. It does. I mean, just my my, my
1: favorite, absolute favorite one that I'll keep for you know, meant a lot to me in the moment. Um, was the one that David that Riz did immediately after I got the generalship. I got two immediately after generalship. That's the one that I thought was an anointing, but apparently is a testimony. Um, but the one that David did was uh, Isella's Heir.
3: Mm, And I had a little moment
1: of like dancing on the spot of like, be cool about this, be cool about (laughs) this, but also fuck yeah, that's so cool. (laughs) So yeah, cool stuff. It's cool stuff, right? It's marking Mm, your soul in a cool way. Um, But that's what I actually did uh, until Gin Club when I just had a nice chat and sat with people and talked and met loads of cool people. Making a lot of good friends with the marchers. We've historically always had quite a good relationship with the marchers. I have a lot of good friends in the marchers, yeah. 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 We've all had. I reckon Black Scar itself is pretty friendly with the marchers anyway. Yeah.
2: I've got some friends in the
1: marchers. It's a good bond. It's a good bond to keep solid. And we fought Um... with them on
2: Saturday, technically.
1: Yeah. Um, That was fun. That was really nice. Yeah. So uh, shout out to those marchers. Uh, You you definitely know who you are. Uh, We had a good time. (laughs) um and yeah looking forward to more of that
3: mm-hmm.
0: and then it was
1: bedtime basically
0: pretty much yeah pretty quiet evening and, uh, except yeah I... <laughs> sorry go on <laughs> trousers
1: all we're gonna say is trousers um but no that that's it was a good saturday um i don't know about the time chris whether we want to break and then do another one for sunday I think like we, we were we're, saying
0: so before. we're at one hour 45 minutes so um yeah definitely yeah, break before sunday definitely... There is, however, one final fair. part to Linde's Saturday evening. Oh. And that is the super secret mission at 11 o'clock. Oh, yeah. The yeah. unmitigated bullshit that this was. Right, so TLDR, I got approached by Senator Rizart Dancewalker. I don't know why I said that was such anger. Well, um, he did. <laughs> <laughs> <Senator> <laughs> what Dancewalker. did he do to you? <laughs> oh, it wasn't actually uh, Dancewalker this time, you know, not his fault. Oh, was it not? Has he changed his striding? No no. no, no, I just meant it wasn't his fault it wasn't for his anything. Fault. Oh, no, it wasn't his fault for once. You know, Something bad happening wasn't Riz's fault. <laughs> but anyway... Uh, approaches... Caveat,
1: we know enough, David, who plays Riz out very yeah. well. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Not just berating some unknown senator. <laughs> just editor. shitting on Dave. <laughs>
0: I mean, Even if we didn't know him, we, we know he, he could take it, because he would dish it he out twice it. as hard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Senator Dancewalker approaches me on the Friday evening when there's Thorns Council on, and he's like, Linda, I need somebody a special mission you can't have any kind of position of importance or any f- official capacity so i you can't wear a hat and we don't want famous people going on this so i was like mm-hmm. wow i'm honored but also ouch um yeah <laughs> um, you're telling me i'm important <laughs> i'm good enough but not important enough to go on this mission yeah. now i take this as essentially it's a six person skirmish through the sentinel gate at 11 p.m i take this as i'm leading it that is A, incorrect, and B, it is not on Friday, as I thought, but on Saturday. So lots of faff on Friday night, and we're going to fast forward now to Saturday evening, where I also find out uh, from Corey Wayfarer, who is actually organising this skirmish for us, that I'm not picking people for it, I'm just one of the chosen people to go on it. Mm-hmm. And so is the leader of the Iron Hill, the brand of the Iron Hills. Oh no, not the brand anymore, uh, he's dead. Um, Chris Pulsford plays... It's not Rannick, Ironhill. I looked
1: up his name because I also, yeah, I think I shouted him out on the last one anyway.
0: Yeah, because so you look and yeah, really cool Akunai. Um... Oh,
1: it's still the coolest thing ever. Yeah, Carrick, yeah. Ironhill.
0: Yeah, so he is now the champion of, no, no, one of his striding members is now, I think the champion of Wisdom or something. I don't know, but a really cool No, Wisdom over. is Silk. Prosperity?
1: Could be. I think... I think they're all listed now at the moment.
0: Um yeah. wow! Imagine if I'd just done some homework. But anyway, that's cool. <laughs> uh, another member there. No, another member of their striding is an archer, and her and I got to hang out on the five thirty battle. That was fucking cool. Um, but anyway, on to Carrick. So Carrick's also been selected for this mission. So if I we turn up, and there is two other people there. There is a Liger called Victor, and a Wintermark. Um, mystic and i've forgotten her name god i'm so bad at this anyway we are the elite team that's been picked to go through and essentially deal with a thief uh-huh. this thief has stolen a dose of Truly owl from the freeborn
3: Ooh,
0: and this thief like is a winter marker i went to mark steiner of all people which is any steiners Was listening is this a
1: player or an M- npc
0: we're not sure but what happened Ooh, is okay. in the downtime when we were evacu- evacuating people from Feroz, I think mm-hmm. right by E2, when they were moving the caravan, he'd stolen this dose of Trulial and was trying to sell it to Yarm. <gasps> now, we were going into imperial territory. So with, with, the, with the potential of killing everybody to find the thing very exciting stuff and we were told all the way through the prep before the skirmish is that don't you know you will have to face legal consequences if you go through but we have a virtuous defense prepared for you and i was like oh gosh here we go that's another character down the toilet but anyway um (laughs) (laughs) on to point nine i go but um we're we're very hyped for this yeah we're, we're very very hyped for this uh for this particular skirmish, and unfortunately, it was total bullshit. Because you know what happened? Some players managed to sneak on early, despite us being there the whole time. They slipped in with the Imperial Orcs group, and I'm not sure whether this was OC or IC fuckery. Okay, I'm mm. I'm leaning towards OC, but I did not have all the information because I just they basically it's uh, 11 o'clock the Orcs went through, and 11:05 we were meant to go through. Mm-hmm. Our mage tries to open the gate and can't the ref is like the gate went open because the skirmish is already in progress because people have At already gone into you're
1: it. like what like fuck? what the fuck
0: <laughs> like how the fuck they didn't even catch cast the fucking ritual so it's
1: so there may have been some confusion about who was going through when you well not think? really
0: this this basically this party of random players have managed this eight of them might i add have managed to go into a five person skirmish it wasn't six it was five um and they'd done the mission. They came back with a box, and the idea was like the ring of sorry, the um, truly Liao was in there. We we go back to the hub, you know. We the militia get involved. We arrest them. We take them back under arms to the hub. Um, they open up a box, and inside ten crowns. You know, th- this thing oh, would have been worth nice. fifty thrones. And we're like, where the fuck is the Liao? And where the fuck is all the money if it had been sold already? But like, oh, I don't yeah. know. And then there's this really shifty fucker at the back, right? And yeah. And he tried to run away when he came through the gate, but we we blocked him, and he kind of begrudgingly joined the queue. And me and uh, not Rannick, but Carrick. Thank you. Oh god, he's gonna hate me for this. Carrick and I <laughs> are like keeping a dead eye on him. And the re the only fucking reason he was there, right? Allegedly, because I I actually I smelt the bullshit of this after that happened. And once he got to the mm-hmm. harbour, said right too many people involved now i'm going to get so little plot out of this i'm not going to waste my evening in this clusterfuck because with that kind of plot where it's like oh something's happened it is always a clusterfuck so i just left yeah turns out that was a smart thing to do so uh as usual there's um what happened is that this guy was there but he was only there because the box the fizz rep was his and he wanted to keep an eye on it that's what i got right told. So in theory, the guy because the guy had one of those red and black tunic referees next to him the whole time, and we're obviously we're right. ignoring the ref, but we're like, right, that guy's got the ring, so he got the uh, the dose of truly out But anyway, um, the Iron Hills essentially they left, um, they let everyone disperse, then followed him individually, cornered him, and yeah. they're to take it back. And then he just goes, oh no no, I'm not actually here, and he should have had his hand in the air the whole time.
1: Oh, really?
0: Yeah, so it literally went from all of that faff to get on the skirmish and then it didn't happen and then any kind hmm. of spicy outcome also didn't happen and I caught up with um, Corey on Sunday I got paid a crown for my trouble not going to complain mm-hmm. but I said, you know what happened? and he said, no idea, bullshit no idea what happened so yeah, like a real clusterfuck of a skirmish and uh, it was very, very, very disappointing
1: Yeah, but... I'm sure if someone else has is... You know, said that they were dealing with this after the fact, then someone probably already has flagged it to PD. But it does sound like it's very possible that in the dark and in the night, someone kind of went through, and if there were two skirmishes very close together, they may have just sort of put them through without it being. Ah, uh, yeah. Done. The previous skirmish it's, was it's all orcs. know, yeah, no it one's was, infallible.
0: Yeah, it was all orcs. So, like, yeah. the eight of them just coming on an orc skirmish, like, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> Yeah, uh,
1: I'm guessing if the if the crews were ready, maybe the they went through with that and then the gate will have gone, okay, well this must be the next skirmish, just go through kind of thing. Yeah, it was it's possible. It's worth sending an email from your experience because I you have your own experience. Corey's Corey's actively dealing with it because all the information I've just shared
0: is second hand and it's likely in usual anvil gossip to be incorrect. Okay. But um, Mm. it was just what we were told is that we were infiltrating a party, a broken wheel party. Trying well, to find it's, a style and using... the
1: fact that you were there on time, you, they clearly did not do an opening of the gate, and you were told that the thing was gone. Like, those are more kind of OC yeah. things yeah. that need to be fixed. It was, yeah. it it was really
0: it. annoying because it was very much OC fuckery of like, I could be wrong, but from literally being there for half an hour beforehand and getting served the steaming platter of turd, someone mm-hmm. has just OC just run past the gate and just gone in anyway. And that was mm-hmm. fucking irritating. Really fucking mm-hmm. irritating. But and also what's even worse is that it was a really cool skirmish. So infiltrating a broken wheel party trying to find the Steiner. And we were we were chatting beforehand and we had different approaches. So we were gonna like the Navari had all of our cloak and dagger stuff so we were gonna hide in the trees. But the others were gonna sort of uh, they had their tankards and some drinks with them so they were going to sort of slide into the party and pretend to be part of it mm. uh, the funny thing is, because Broken Wheel, right that Steiner yeah. could be a Steiner right, but the people, the Freeborn celebrating there, could have just dressed up as Steiners as well, so we could have turned <laughs> up and just found a party for the Steiners and gone oh fuck, which one's got but <laughs> yeah, no, we never, never got really. to do that just some randoms yeah, got such it a shame. yeah, I was like, oh for such fuck's shame. sake shame. Like, so much effort, like, from Corey's side and in Wintermark and in the League, they had to go out, mm-hmm. organize this, talk to senators, pick, you know, the favored the favoured people from each of their nations yeah. to go through. And then it just, pff, just fell over. It was super, super annoying. Like, mm-hmm. I get it with people rushing the gates on skirmishes. I hate it, but I understand it because there's 60 people going through and you think, oh, you know, what's one going to hurt kind of thing. And you push yourself into the crowd. But when this was like a custom built five person skirmish, that was very disappointing. Yeah. 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 And
1: it's not just people that rushed a group on the gate. It again, like you said, they didn't open the gate. There was none of that done. Yeah. So it's actively, you know, that's OC not on. It's not correct. Something was something went wrong. But let's hope yeah. that they uh they fix it um I, there's not much you can do in in retrospect no, but nothing. it doesn't happen again apart from I complain
0: guess. on a podcast <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well if you can't complain on your own podcast where can you complain
0: oh, okay i mean the complaint section of pd's site but uh that's beside the point <laughs> 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 cool so sorry no that was a slight off. tangent but that brings lindy's um saturday evening that's to Sunday an end night. bit of a flop mm. oh, mm-hmm
2: and we'll get to Sunday next time. Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah. Sunday in summary, I guess. Um, thanks for listening to us chat to each other.
0: Big, big rambles,
2: but
1: mostly that. It's going just on. us having a, having a catch up.
0: Yeah. Yeah, essentially. We, we never get to talk to Sol, so it's not like not like we talk to him every day, but we finally get to hear what he's up to. <laughs> I know. Well, no I didn't. It's that, I just
2: said you know, uh, lots of things that I can't really talk about. Yeah, that's and, true. Uh,
1: we we don't actually know what happened. But I will <laughs> say, you know, you and I managed to catch up briefly at times Chris, but I don't think I got to talk to you at all, I see, so even at the end.
2: Yeah. It just never so. happened. I Was busy. It's too oh, cool for us busy. now. Oh,
1: we're all busy, you know. We're that happens busy. when when you go and you do stuff. Well, that's why mm-hmm. you're catching up on a, you know, on a public podcast is <laughs> <It's> really nice. <laughs> <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> full stop yeah
0: as in no okay yeah we're still recording Um, but like yeah (laughs) that's it wow we're done
1: we're really good at this (laughs) yeah right this was done by a professional this
0: was done by a professional
1: (laughs) we'll catch you next time all righty you know knowing our track record this is the one that's going to take months
0: oh yeah definitely Mm -hmm. absolutely but until next time citizens thank you very much for listening in and we look very much Oh, ah, fucked it. God, we're, we're not good at this. I they very much very look much forward for <laughs> to getting you back for Sunday and Summary. See you then. Mm-hmm.
3: Bye. Bye. Bye.